Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to another show of Get Inspired with GERDS. I'm your host and today I have a dear friend on the show with me who is just absolutely amazing. He is just beautiful what he does, he's empowering people to free their mind and believe in themselves and he's actually a mentor of mine and I've learned so much from this person so I can't wait to, for you guys to just hear about his story and how he found his purpose and now how he's helping people to find their inner light. Andrew Mohammed is just an amazing person, he's a motivational speaker, author and is one of the UK's leading black history and cultural specialists. He changed his own life around when he was given a black history book by his own brother which then empowered him to help others and to follow their dreams and kind of believe in their own light. Um, but I'll let Andrew explain more. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on my radio show and thank you for joining me. Oh, no, it's an honour. This has been long overdue, long overdue. <laughs> Definitely. Andrew, um, it's so true. Um, Andrew, you have so much um, to teach us about the mindset and why it's so important to follow your dreams. So can you tell like, the listeners what your life was like before you created The Investigator? Yeah, that's a very good question, um, sis. I mean, basically, my life was very, very, very average, um, in terms of my um, school days, in my primary school days, I was seen as being, you know, a young boy with lots of potential. Teachers always recognised my potential, and um, I loved school. But getting into the um, secondary school age, i.e., from the age of say twelve to about um, sixteen, uh, my attitude to learning, my attitude to academic knowledge, uh, wasn't at the forefront. I always wanted to be. The, you know, the laugh, the centre of the crowd, <laughs> um, joking around, messing around, and obviously it had a direct effect on my um, grades and my attitude to learning in class. I kind of went a bit downhill. I wasn't a bad, you know, student of like creating trouble, but I was very immature when it came to my learning. And because of that, my aspirations um, was virtually zero. I literally zero self-confidence zero aspirations and wow. I thought life was, yeah, life was just about one big joke, one big, you know, just being with your friends, running around and um, with that attitude, uh, when I got into my um, year 11 exams, my final exams, in those days it was O-levels, I failed every single exam. That was my reality. <gasps> yeah, yeah, I went on to sixth form um, mm-hmm. for two more years. Again, not even a serious attitude to learn. Um, and therefore, uh, yet again, I failed all my sixth form exams as well. So that was my reality. Very average, very joking, very immature, and academically zilch. Hmm. So what did you do next? Obviously, you didn't get the grade. So what was your next step in life? Um, the, the next step was um, my beautiful blood brother. His name's Michael. He's about six years older than me, but... Oh. Um, from a child, he's always been very mature in his mind. He'd, he'd always be questioning things. He's a lot more academic than me and a lot more serious-minded. And, um, you know, he became like a mentor. We never used the word mentor back in those days. But in effect, looking back at our relationship, he was the perfect big brother for me. He mentored me, 
asked me certain questions that, um, you know, I didn't appreciate how deep they were. But each time he asked me a question, another light would turn on and he was prodding, prodding away um, in my mind. But again, I was doing into just partying, joking around. And then um, he asked me a question. He said to me, you know, how do I feel letting my mum and dad down? Now, me and my mum and dad had a very, very beautiful, close relationship, especially my mother. goosebumps hearing that <laughs> gosh wow it's it's so weird because obviously I know how you are now and to hear how you were before it's, it's like the, it's like a different person <laughs> yeah I mean um as I said I left school with nothing no wow. qualifications no self-confidence anything at all but by being woken up from the matrix by my brother mm. and in my reality the work experience I went back to college and that's why I love when people go to college because college was my second chance I went to college no brighter than what I was at school, but I went to college now with a wake-up pill. We call it the red pill, um, the waking-up pill. And now I've woke up there like, wow, if I don't start aiming high, if I don't start meeting and mixing with like-minded people, then I know what the reality is. And I'm a person that hates being bored. I hate being <laughs> unproductive. And um, I know that's the same with you as well. <laughs> You do know me well, Andrew. <laughs> I, I, I went to college and I, I, I had to leave a lot of my old friends behind, to be mm. honest with you. And uh, with my change of mind mentality, I mixed with a whole new set of new friends. And, um, you know, they're the ones that didn't hang around in the library or just hang around on the street. They were not hang around in the library, they didn't hang around in the common room, I should say, or, you know, on the street or in youth clubs. They were always in the library, even if it was just to sit down and talk they'll be in the library. Just by being around them, and they were very competitive when it came to the academics, 
it just rubbed off of me um, good. and before I knew it I was back I was loving my classes I was challenging myself I was challenging them and my academic life just went through the roof you know I started to smash everything they gave they gave me it was just a, it was just a powerful awakening and I realized that the more I was achieving academically was the more that I was enjoying my life then I realized that being happy and being productive was one of the same thing so true what you're saying Andrew because even like with myself as you know my personal story um it's I think people think that grades are what define you but grades don't define you it's it's about the self-knowledge if you're willing to learn yes yes totally and it's kind of like yourself like it was because there was no end goal at the time and it was just like we have to do this we have to get these grades but there was no driving force behind it would you say yes 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 100% 're saying that because this is the kind of things that they need to teach in school about vision and you know setting affirmations believing yourself but it do, it does doesn't really happen does it Andrew I've always believed self-belief is infectious and it, it, it is your driving force. However, I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this, Andrew, but in America, like, young people are just, like, so more positive and they believe in themselves. And, like, whereas in the UK, people, students are a lot more pessimistic. And if you're confident, it's kind of seen that you're cocky. Yes, yes, yes. I totally, totally um, understand that, 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 that point you've just made because... You know, that is something that, you know, the UK, you know, we have a false sense of humility. Mm. Humility is powerful, don't get me wrong. But if under a false sense of humility, then we believe that we cannot talk about ourselves in a positive light. It's always got to be down or... Yeah. And in America, 
<laughs> they're just on fire, aren't they? They're just like, yeah, woo! Here we're kind of like, uh. <laughs> Hmm. So, my, so my dear, now you are, you're a motivational speaker, you're an author, how are you helping young people? That's a very good question, you know, that's a very beautiful point of truth. I mean, um, my, my main aim is to help the community, help my people, help, you know, the UK, help, you know, young people rise up into the, what I call the knowledge of self. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I use the analogy of a, of a phone. Because if you look at any phone, the phone could be fantastic, it could be the iPhone 6C, it could be the Galaxy 6, it could be whatever it may be. But if there's no SIM card inside that phone, that phone is dormant, it's like a brick. The mm. SIM card is what connects to the rest of the hardware to make that phone come alive. And in like us, you know, our shell is what we call maybe the hardware, but what's the software inside that's needed? I call it your, you know, we have a SIM card, and the S-I-N is success, identity, and motivation. Mm. So with young people, what I try to do, I try to install and help them create their own individual SIM card, uh, make them dwell on their success, find out who they are, and be motivated to reach each step in their progress. So that is the best way I believe that I can help them, and by helping them, I'm absolutely helping myself at the same time. Wow. Yeah, because it's helping you to push your purpose even greater and that I guess that creates that more self belief in yourself to just change as exactly. many lives. Exactly. And there's nothing like, you know, being a positive influence on people's lives. It's mm. the feeling because as I said, um, when I did, you know, smash my exams, I thought it was all about the money, 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 money. And I went straight into the corporate world and I you know, got very successful job in the city as an underwriter and um you know i didn't have to worry about money too tough i wasn't you know earning millions but i, I was earning enough as a young man and um you know it's a very safe job they give you a mortgage they give you all kind of things as a package to keep you there and i thought i've made it but you know mm. being there 12 years and then leaving work with no job satisfaction other than a wage packet but little to no job satisfaction, I changing people, helping people, developing people, I just realised it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, and so I realised I had to start from scratch all over again, recreating and rebranding myself to be that person that is a helper and a deliverer and a helpmeet for people to reach their, their, their goals and destiny. I realised that was my mission in life, to be in an inspiration to anyone that meets me. Wow. Well, I know exactly that you are one. I've personally been there with you. I've been on, you know, you've allowed me to come to schools with you and I, I see what you do and it, it, it's so powerful, Andrew. Like, I always have goosebumps and just think, where does Andrew get all this energy from? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you know, we, we, there's a saying that says, you know, all great minds think alike. Mm. That's, not, that's not true. Mm. Think out of one universal mind. And it was like when a, when a third party told me about yourself, oh. and then, you know, we had that blessing of having our very first phone conversation. I don't know if you remember. Um, <laughs> by hearing you and conversing with you over the telephone, I realised here's another great mind. And oh. because you left me just speaking to you on the phone, you know, it's just brilliant, it's amazing, it's what I call orgasmic, if you know what I'm saying. 
turns me on is meeting minds that are so powerful, so awesome. I know now I'm on fire. And that's how I felt when, I, you know, when we first spoke. Yeah. I said, yeah, brilliant. That's why I have no problems of bringing you to a school or connecting with you because I do the fantastic mind of in the right spiritual state to help other people too. Oh, bless you, Andrew. Now, that really means a lot. Like, it really does to me. Thank you so much for just allowing me as well to go in there and just inspire. And it's been, it, to be honest, it's great being around people like yourself because seeing you in action and just seeing that, just that energy and just the way the young people just are like, yeah, Andrew, it's just, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's and you, you can see them. You, I can see like... Yeah their mind is shifting and all those limited beliefs that they've been told in school suddenly just start to kind of disappear. Yes, 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 yes. And it's like you're injecting them with this new self-belief and it's like they've, they've never known this side before and it's like, how is this possible in their heads? I can yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with our young people, they're, they're, they're living in a world whereby they're continuously and consistently told they're not good enough. Mm. Yes. Some of them are in the right environment to fight that type of negative energy, but many are not in the right environment. So they take on the false persona that unless you have a PlayStation, I'm not good enough. Unless I've got new religion genes, I'm not good enough. Unless I've got the latest iPad or the latest iPhone, I'm not good enough. Because they're continuously told, if you've not got this physical equipment, then your, your life is not worth living. And so therefore, it, it becomes very materialistic. But if we, can, if we can touch their hearts to make them appreciate, yes, the physical is there, but the physical is backed by the spiritual entity. Mm. And so, we try to open their mind to the unseen reality um, in school, and that the unseen would then connect with the seen reality, now you are a complete person. I don't know what your viewpoint is on this is, Andrew, is that I think we almost need to go back to basics, like long before the internet, long before television, long before yeah. all these iPads, people were yeah. more connected with themselves, they understood themselves, so even if they were getting sick, they knew why they were getting sick, whereas now, yeah. society's getting quicker, we want things more quicker, and we're getting more sick, and we're getting more confused, and we're feeling a dissatisfaction with ourselves because we've got people telling us around us that we're not good enough because they're trying to create more profit. What's your viewpoint on that? Exactly. Exactly, my queen. And, and you know, this is a major, major element that, um, you know, that we have to. We have to. It's not, you know, society is going to be worse off for it. Mm. You know, living in a state of time now where lives mean nothing to many young people. You know, mm. not all young people are told, but there's a significant minority who has an effect of the majority, uh, whereby life literally up their life mean nothing, much less you know anyone who meets them. And so now we've got you know, a, a, you know, these the last few months we've had a spate of um, stabbings between teenagers, oh. some leading to fatalities. Gosh. A lot it really goes back to how they see themselves in society. You know, the, the lack of love of self is the key behind many of the ills that, you know, our young people are, are faced with today. Just the mm. lack of love they are. But I guess that starts from a very young age because, you know, you probably know this better as well, Andrew. When you're really young, you're told to be whatever you want to be, dream, be that person 
follow your dreams yeah. and then you go to school and you're told to be realistic and then you're following a system yeah. and then the system yeah. kind of eats you up so then you kind of don't really know who you are. Yeah, totally, sis. Totally. And so I feel... Yeah. That's with the young people. It's getting worse now because there's a lot more stricter rules and regulations. What do you think? I mean, I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, you, you, you've hit the nail on the head, to be honest with you. You give a very perfect analogy of um, my ideology anyway and what I see on a day-to-day basis with the young people. Um, you've given a perfect analogy. I mean, I don't know what more I can say because that was it. That, you, know, you summed up exactly what I was you know, trying, trying to... It's like when we went to that referral unit, Andrew, and I remember like speaking to some of the young people that you asked me to speak with, and I could see that their soul was dead, but they just needed like an enlightenment force because it was like the system had kind of suppressed them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That 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 is literally it. Hmm. And you know, if you're living a reality when no one, you're living in a rather, no one says anything good about who you are. Mm. And you, I mean, that's just a normal. I mean, all, all the referral when it comes to self is negative. I mean, you speak to your friends, all the hard, but negative says you go home. No one says, I love you. No one says, you know, you're cherished. No one says, you're special. No one says, how are you? Then you're living, and then it comes up a norm. Mm. So literally, we, 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 we don't appreciate that there's a part of us. See, once thing I've learned, no matter how tough you are, no matter how ardent you are, we all wear an invisible T-shirt that says, please love me. <laughs> don't, don't look down now and see whether you're wearing it. It's an invisible one, okay? I'm looking, but, I'm looking. <laughs> but no matter how bad you are, there's an invisible T-shirt that says, please love me. I don't care. What parts you've been through, I don't know how many people you've killed, you've maimed, mm. and every single one of us, regardless of age, colour, creed, nationality. Mm. I think it's, t- I don't know about you, Andrew, I think it's two things. I think it's loving yourself and then loving another person or loving the people around you. Yeah, totally. However, totally. number one is not really, especially for women, you probably know this more. <laughs> love for within is very hard because it it stems from your childhood or it stems from other issues like you said other people saying things however for women in particular and I think this dates back to like the olden times when women you know lived stayed at home looked after the family they lack so much self-worth and there's a lot of sickness as well within young people young girls as well what do you think yeah yeah I mean um the best way I can um totally back up what you've just stated. Um, I was asked to do a workshop. I may have said it to you in a personal telephone conversation, but I was asked to do a workshop in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. I also have a name before. Uh, but it was an all-girls school. Mm-hmm. And it was um, year nines, which would be approximately 13 to 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, um, um, it was a cohort of young girls that were meant to be hard to reach in that particular year group. The schools had a lot of trouble with them. And as I entered the room, I could feel the negative energy. I wow. I was setting up. Wow. Didn't think nothing was. And as I'm setting up, two girls have kicked off. They're arguing with each other. Oh. They're, they're, they're name-calling each other. And then one of them literally ran at the next one to physically assault, assault her. Um, by the grace of God, she was stopped. She was 
shouting and screaming against this other girl, the other girl's shouting and screaming against us, walked out the room in tears. Now, remember, this is my first time of meeting them. I, I, wow. I don't know who they are, and my class hasn't even started, and yet there's near enough a fight that's taken place. And I thought, wow, the so as they all came back in, um, I thought, you know what, I'm not even going to use my projector. I'm not even going to use my, my laptop and all these things, wonderful things I was going to have ready for them. I thought, this is so deep, we need to have a conversation before we do any games or anything like that. And I asked them, and I'm, the question was, how, they say, put your hand up if you, and I'm, my, my mind was saying, love yourself, but my heart said, don't say love, use the word like. Maybe love is too powerful. I said, mm. how many of you like yourself? Put your hands up. Not one girl, and it's a room full of girls, <gasps> not one girl put their hand up. Now, I'm thinking maybe wow. because they don't... No, but I thought maybe it's because they don't want to talk to me, or maybe they're just maybe not, you know, thinking about what I'm talking. So I changed the question. I said, okay, no one put their hands up. I said, how many of you... I said, put your hand up if you hate yourself. Oh, no. Every single girl put their hands up. Oh, God. I'm guessing a lot of it was from their childhood, right? I'll never forget that. And and then when I asked them individually, okay, why do you hate yourself? The answers were so superficial, it was was hurting me. One girl said, my hair's not long enough. I'm too dark. Another girl said, because I've got too much weight. I mean... It was in, it was hurtful. They were made by the age of thirty to forty years. If I don't look a particular way, I will. And some of them look like models. They look like like you think that like, yeah, absolutely stunning, 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 stunning young ladies. And yet they found a reason to hate themselves. Maybe my eyelashes weren't long enough. Maybe you know I haven't got. And so it didn't matter how good they looked. All of them had come to the realization: I hate myself. Wow. And that was the core reason as to they, why they could not get along in school. It had nothing to do with academics. had nothing even to do with their teachers in truth. It's what you just stated, the lack of love of self, which meant that you could not love other people. Gosh. But you know what, Andrew? That... It, I hate to say it, but a lot of it is the media is to play because growing up, I remember... I remember Andrew having kind of insecurities reading magazines like Cosmo, the Cosmo yeah. certain magazines. I'm not going to name them all. However, you know, you'd start to judge yourself. Then you look at other people and you think, oh, I'm not pretty enough. And then you kind of lose all self-love and you kind of lose all self-belief as well, which kind of affects your grades in schools as well. And yeah. I think that's what happens to a lot of girls in schools, that they, they lack that love. And then suddenly everything kind of starts to fall apart. And yeah. it's got a lot worse now, I think, with, you know, YouTube and lots of other things, you know, a lot, thing is a lot, you know, media is a lot more quicker now. So there's a lot more insecurities now and there's a lot of things, like a lot of celebrities losing weight. So young girls feel like they need to. And I remember one time, Andrew, when I worked in the pharmacy when I was at university, huh, I will never believe this till this day, huh, I think this girl came in, she was about... Nine nine years old, and she says, "Can I have some diarrhea tablets?" And obviously, she's underage. As I said, "Why do you need them?" She goes, "Because I I, I feel like I'm too fat." Oh no! And I I just I was in disbelief, and we're talking about a good six or seven years ago now, Andrew. Yeah. So God yeah. forbid how everything how fast it's now progressed. It's, 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 it's unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. 
She was terrible. Yeah. But, you know, that's the beauty of why you're here and what you do. (laughs) It's to to change the mindset so we can help empower more people to believe in themselves and not have those insecurities and fight beyond this materialistic world that we live in. And, my dear, so, you know, you're now one of the UK's leading black history and cultural specialists. So what are you kind of teaching in these sessions or events? Yep, sure. Um, so you're now one of the UK's leading black history and cultural specialists. Yeah. What is it you're yeah. teaching in those sessions? Oh, that's, that's a beautiful question. Yeah, under that, when I wear that particular hat, um, it's really teaching and sharing what we call hidden truth. Mm. Them history that is there, but many of us don't appreciate it today. Just wipe away the covers and you say, so under that heading, it covers a wide range of things. We, we teach, obviously, black history. We teach culture. We teach um, ancient civilizations. We teach wow. film breakdowns. We teach how to, you know, how to decode films. Of, in every work of fiction, there's always a degree of what we call symbolic reality. So underneath that, we do our um, film breakdowns. We also do hidden truths on great celebrities and where we can learn certain examples. Um, so we make the breakdowns of Michael Jackson, maybe Whitney Houston, Bob Marley, mm. you know, all But these are all under the umbrella of um, motivation and inspiration still. So we never teach to make people feel down or to feel sad or to create a negative atmosphere. We can teach, we can even teach slavery. I remember doing workshops, um, lessons and historical traits of slavery wow. and yet people are still less absolutely inspired because it's, it's not just what you teach it's how you teach it as well and the spirit in, the, in which you teach mm. and so on the cultural side it's all still motivation and inspiration but we, we delve into um you know historical past or or present situations whereby we can actually learn and take from and use in our lives wow I definitely need to come to one of these sessions very please, soon. Please, please. In fact, we have our next, and I'll put you on my guest list, we have our Michael Jackson um, yes, part the truth this Sunday in Tottenham. So oh. I like But I would love you to have come down. We've got Bob Marley in December. You know, we're always working, working up and down, so okay. whenever. What time is it on uh, this Sunday, and where is it being held? Uh, so not this Sunday, next Sunday, 29th of November. Yep. It's in um, Tottenham, Chestnut Community Centre, and it'll be around about the 6.30 time. Okay. I will definitely be there. And I'll put you on my guest list there. Don't worry about it. Bless that. you, my dear. No, that, that's amazing. And guys, any of you guys are kind of, you know feeling a bit low or you're not sure why certain things are happening in your life, I definitely would check this out. Um, where is What centre is it called again, Andrew? This is the Chestnut Community Centre. Um, which is in Tottenham N17, it's on St Anne's Road, I believe. And um, if, if, if people want any um, information, you can always um, uh, see me on Facebook under Andrew Mohammed, M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D, or you can see my Instagram, in, um, the underscore investigator555, or you can follow me on Twitter, which is investigator555. Hmm. Perfect, my dear. We are coming towards the end of the show. I've got a few last questions to ask you. <laughs> what, what are you most grateful for in your life? Oh, no. Wow, you're going to be... Ah. 
You should know me by now, Andrew. tips for someone who's you know currently is trying to follow their dreams but they don't know what to do I love doing that. There were my four, you know, I was making a list of four of the top things I love doing in my life. 
And then now, my career that I'm working on, my business that I work on, incorporates the four top things now I'm in heaven on a daily basis. Wow. Wow. Wow, that was amazing five top tips, Andrew. Wow. And do you know what? Just by you saying that, it just it made me, it just took me back from the moment I met you. You're so right. The moment you just focus on what you believe in and what you're passionate about, the right people will come along. I hadn't I had never heard about yourself, you never heard about myself, someone introduced us and boom, like it, it's so true. The right people do come into your life and yeah, wow. <laughs> Leaving me speechless again. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. And my dear, where can my listeners find you? Okay, um, so they can always hit me up on my website, which is um, theinvestigator.org.uk. They can um, find me on Facebook under Andrew Mohammed, they spell M U H A M A D. They can find me on Instagram. The underscore investigator 555, or they can tweet me on the investigator 555. Bless you, my dear. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, and bless you. And no, just seriously, like, I'm I love what you do, I'm so proud of you. You're just amazing at what you do, just keep doing it because it is changing so many lives. I've seen it myself in the schools with you. And it's just beautiful to see that the next generation, because of yourself and many other people who are doing the work like yourself, it's going to change the way the world will be. Oh, fantastic. And I, I'd like to say, anyone who's listening to this broadcast, please, 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 keep following Bird. Be inspired by her. Get her books. You know, because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this, this is what we call superheroes living amongst us right now. Well, without you, that wouldn't have happened. So thank you. <laughs> Bless you. Well, you take care and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. What an amazing interview with Andrew. I absolutely love his energy and his passion and how he wants to help to change lives because it's so true. If we don't help humanity, how can we make that change in the world? And unfortunately, it is the end of the show don't really want to say bye. However, just before uh, I head off, don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGurds. It's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds, where I bring you lots of inspirational and motivational quotes, videos, and just kind of some top tips and how to kind of just be true to yourself. And also check out my book on Amazon. It's called Educo, which is E-D-U-C-O, and it's 52 quotes for leading a better life. This week, before I head off, I want to leave you with this quote. Believe in yourself you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired.